Welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, February 21st, and we have completed week seven of 2022. As a reminder, we have released our January 2022 report, The Numbers Tell the Story. This is a recap of how the travel industry performed last month. This report is not an opinion piece, but it's based only on the facts through numbers released by the Airline Reporting Corporation. We look at their data and we provide the analysis to you in a simple and easy to understand manner. You can access this report by visiting businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. Hello Travel Limited has just released its financial results for the first six months to December 31st, 2021 and has reported a net loss before tax of $19.6 million. This was an improvement of $2 million on the previous corresponding period, reflecting a significant cut in employee expenses due to reduced labor force, offset by a reduction in government wage subsidies and an increase in operating expenses. J.P. Morgan Chase has reached an agreement to acquire travel management company Frosh. This is according to a report from The Beat. It marks the latest in several acquisitions of travel services companies by major financial institutions, which are working to expand their own offering beyond traditional banking and payment services. U.S. Bank Corp. recently acquired travel and expense platform Travel Bank, while Capital One last year acquired the workforce and software platform of corporate travel management startup Lola and launched Capital One Travel. J.P. Morgan, meanwhile, last year acquired the global loyalty business of loyalty and technology solutions provider CX Loyalty, including its full-service travel agency. Frosh, in recent years, has expanded its own footprint via acquisition, most recently taking in 51% of corporate travel management division of Conlin Travel. Alaska Airlines is getting into the subscription service game with a new Flight Pass members-only ticket service. The subscription service will give members access to routes within California, along with service from California to Reno, Phoenix, and Las Vegas. Alaska promises that plan members will be able to choose from 100 different daily flights. The service will offer two different plans, one that starts at $49 per month and requires bookings to be made at least 14 days before travel, and another that starts at $199 per month and allows same-day bookings for up to two hours prior to departure. Members of both plans can make bookings as early as 90 days in advance. FlightPass will offer members up to 24 round-trip flights per year, but Alaska is also offering two smaller plans with 12 and 6 flights total. The leader of the FAA, whose agency has been criticized for its oversight of Boeing and handling of questions surrounding 5G interference with aircrafts, said on Wednesday that he will step down on March 31st. Steve Dixon, a former pilot and executive with Delta Airlines, has led the FAA since August 2019. In a letter to the FAA staff, Dixon said he was proud of his tenure. The agency is in a better place than it was two years ago and were positioned for great success. The White House had no further comment on a successor. In similar news, the Boeing company will no longer be allowed to issue airworthiness certificates of the Boeing 787 Dreamliner until quality control and manufacturing processes meet FAA standards. Boeing will no longer be allowed to self-certify their 787 Dreamliner airframes for delivery to customers after the FAA revoked their authority until further notice. Reuters reports that the FAA will perform final inspection on all finished 787s coming up their assembly lines and then issue airworthiness certificates. 
all the issues facing the 787 Dreamliner project, airlines are quietly distancing themselves from the next generation airplane. In 2019, KLM publicly criticized Boeing over the 787, saying that their first aircraft was delivered with loose seats, missing parts, and an unattached fuel pipe clamp. At the beginning of 2022, American Airlines announced that they will add more Boeing 737 MAX orders to their books while pushing back delivery on the overdue Dreamliners for several years. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. Canada is moving to wind down some of its inbound testing requirements. Starting February 28th, all inbound travelers to Canada will be allowed to travel into the country with a negative rapid antigen test result taken within 24 hours of departure. Previously, Canada had required a PCR test in order to enter. The PCR test will still be allowed, but now the option of the rapid tests will offer more flexibility to travelers. The CDC on Tuesday moved its cruise warnings from level 4 very high to level 3. The level 4 warning was in place since late December when the CDC told Americans to avoid cruise ship travel regardless of vaccination status. The new level 3 warning advises travelers to make sure that you're up to date with COVID-19 vaccines before the cruise. CLIA called the move a step in the right direction for a segment that it says is leading the industry in health and safety protocols. India has announced the removal of the need for vaccinated travelers from the UK to quarantine on arrival from February 14th. In other changes of the COVID-19 testing requirements, the country will accept a certificate proving full vaccination in place of a negative COVID-19 PCR test. Travelers must also submit a declaration on the authenticity of the vaccination status. The moves, which apply to UK and other international arrivals, replace the previously required 7-day home quarantine and instead a 14-day health self-monitoring period will be in place. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. TMC Network Lufthansa City Center LCCI has signed an extended deal with travel technology specialist Amadeus, giving its agencies access to more hotel content. The two organizations which have been working together for thirty years have agreed to a commercial framework to boost hotel bookings by providing content through hotel chain aggregators and Amadeus's value hotels. Amadeus will also continue to be the preferred technology provider for LCCI agencies as they recover from the impact of the pandemic. The Lufthansa City Center International is the fourth largest TMC network in Europe, according to a list of Europe's leading TMCs compiled by BTN Europe. American Airlines has finalized a deal in which it will invest $200 million in Brazilian low-cost airline Gol and develop an exclusive code-sharing agreement with the airline. First announced in September 2021, American in the deal, still subject to regulatory approvals, would take 5.2% stake in Goal and have the opportunity to appoint a member of the Brazilian Airlines Board of Directors. The deal would allow the airlines to become exclusive co-chair partners between the U.S. and Brazil. Combined, the airlines operate between 30 cities in the U.S. and 20 destinations in Europe. U.S. Customs and Border Protection added Brazil to its global entry program, giving Brazilian citizens traveling for leisure and certain business purposes, access to expedited processing upon arrival. The CBP in November 2019 launched a pilot program with Brazil to test global entry with a small number of Brazilian travelers, and now is ready for full partnership and membership in global entry. 
Global entry members currently stand at 10 million participants, and the CPP expects to receive 3.5 million applications this year. And now, in news relating to the return to travel. The U.S. Department of Transportation has issued a fine of $300,000 to Air China due to the airline's extensive delay violation in 2018. Air China argued that the situation was caused by chaotic management of JFK Airport under extreme weather conditions. According to other news outlets, Air China reached an agreement with the DOT to pay a $143,000 fine and $14,000 will be used to compensate passengers involved in those incidences. Fines are being made based on the extensive delay of Air China flight CA-981 from Beijing to New York on January 4, 2018, at the time New York was suffering a historical blizzard. The world of Hyatt is offering good news to future hotel guests. 76 properties will be cheaper to book with points in 2022. Hyatt published their list of hotel category changes this week, and all changes will go into effect on Tuesday, March 22, 2022. According to the company, 70 properties will move up by one category, while 76 will go down one category, resulting in a net positive for travelers. Delta Airlines will gradually begin a broad resumption of hot meal service for first-class domestic customers in March. The resumption will begin on select routes of 1,500 miles and longer, and then expand to select routes of 900 miles and longer. The airline expects to have completed the hot food rollout on all routes of at least 800 miles by the end of April. The Delta announcement came just after American Airlines brought back hot meal service in first class on domestic flights of at least three and a half hours. Low-cost Canadian Airlines Swoop is expanding in the U.S. In total, Swoop is adding five new nonstop routes to five new U.S. cities, New York, Chicago, Nashville, San Francisco, and L.A., Those five will join an already established swoop service to San Diego, Palm Springs, Las Vegas, Orlando, and Clearwater and Phoenix. The total fare for all routes with taxes included is just $99 as part of an introductory offer. And now in some technology news. Travel management company World Travel is partnering to make Deem's edit corporate travel booking and management platform available to its clients. World Travel, a BCD travel joint venture partner, will use Edda to help provide a streamlined user experience that enables the travelers to be able to get where they're going. World Travel is the latest of several travel management companies to partner with Deem to use Edda, with AdTrav and Hunter World Travel being the most recent. Mobility provider Bolt Business has integrated corporate payments and expense management provider Expensify into its platform. Mutual customers can now connect their Bolt and Expensify accounts to automatically import receipts from work rides and process reimbursements faster. Estonia-based Bolt operates in about 300 cities across Europe, Africa, Asia, South America, and in Mexico and North America. Business spend management platform Coupa is launching its long-anticipated travel booking module built from its acquisition of Pana and integrated into its expense and ultimately its payment platforms. Coupa's travel booking tool, which it now is beginning to offer to U.S.-based customers on both its web and mobile platforms, aims to unify travel and expense. Sabre is providing content for the tool, and Coupa has also partnered with Travel Leaders Corporate to provide around-the-clock live agent assistance. Travel booking and management platform Passenger One has announced Direct Connect partnership with seven airlines, Air Canada, American, British, Copa, Emirates, Southwest, and United. 
The agreements, which Passenger One said have been taking shape for years, enables the airlines to provide content directly into Passenger One's agency and corporate travel management partners, including NDC content. Passenger One displays the content in its next-generation storefront, in which users can compare costs and flight details. And now, in some space news. It has been one year since NASA's Perseverance rover landed on the surface of Mars. Since that dramatic event on February 18, 2021, Perseverance has been hunting for evidence of microbes that could have once lived on the red planet. A first for a NASA robot. It begins a new chapter in Martian exploration, one that not only searches for ancient signs of microbe Martians, but that lays the groundwork to send samples of Martian rocks back to Earth. Ticket sales for Virgin Galactic space flights is now open. Reservations start at four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, with initial deposits of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Flights will depart Spaceport America in New Mexico before taking to the skies on a ninety-minute journey. Travelers will undergo several days of preparedness activities. Guests will have access to other activities when astronaut-specific training is occurring. With that announcement, Virgin Galactic stock jumped thirty-two percent in trading and closed at ten dollars and seventy-four cents. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this business travel podcast by searching "Business Travel 360" on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.